Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Vish from Buckets and Six Rings Canes and Five Reasons Sports. Um, I am back in D.C. having covered the ACC tip-off, so I'm just doing a little intro on this. What you're going to hear on this is um, some some interviewing I did with Norchad and Nigel. Um, un- unfortunately, unlike with the women yesterday, it's not a- as much one-on-one time. It's, it's, it's a little bit more crowded there, um, but... But was able to get some questions in there, so you'll kind of hear that. There's a lot of background noise. You'll also hear other people asking questions and the answers to that as well, and you'll hear it abruptly, kind of stop and start. Um, so um, the other thing is, I did ask which had a couple of questions in in Spanish, um, and it wasn't my best Spanish. Um, realized I haven't t- spoken in Spanish in quite a bit, and uh, came out a little choppy on my end. But he, he got the gist. He answered the questions. Um, I also apologize for the quality of my Spanish at the end, which he uh, he said he could understand what I was saying. So thumbs up on that. Um, so, but I'm gonna drop in a little translation um, after the Norchad part of this interview, um, just in terms of what was said, in case you don't speak Spanish, and then it'll proceed into the Nigel part of the interview. Um, and then the other thing you're gonna hear is at the actual formal press conference. Um, I was able to ask questions of each of them. There's actually a video of that as well. Um, I'll drop the the uh, link to the video in the uh, in the podcast description of the whole press conference, which I did not realize was on t- that was going to be on TV on that one. But um, I'll go ahead and edit out just the questions I asked and the answers uh, that that I received from Coach L, Norchad, and Nigel um, at, at the formal press conference and at the breakout session, which is where I talked to Norchad and Nigel. I was unfortunately not able to get time with uh, coach l there um but um you know norchad and nigel two of the senior leaders on this team so it's a good time anyway uh here, here is that i had to look for all those stuff you know the culture the type of coaching you know all of that and i miami had everything and more like they just surprised me they make me fall in love with the school the players they 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 were they were like brothers since day one even on the basic i feel like i knew them from for forever so i don't think there was a better place and who would you say the toughest matchup was for you last year on both sides both defensively and offensively player wise who was the toughest matchup for you in acc last year probably the, the person that was the toughest to guard last year i probably would say dj burns from nc state i mean he's he's a great player you know he good footwork, he knows how to handle his body, 
you know, he, I mean, I love I, me personally. I love the style of play he do. You know, so I think DJ Barnes for sure. I wanted to kind of ask you about the physicality of the ACC in general. It feels like it's really kind of beefed up in the last couple of years, and it's a big component of your style of play. So I'm just curious about your thoughts on it. I love it. I love being physical. I think since day one, I mean, that's my game. So, like, I enjoy it. I just try to be the most physical guy every every game, day in and day out. So, I mean, there's nothing I can say about physicality that I don't like. You guys are also going to go up against some really talented other bigs this year, like Armando Baycott, like Kyle Filipowski of Duke. Kind of how, how do you see your game stacking up against them? What are you doing a game plan for those other really good big men? You know, they are, like how you said, they are great players. You know, you just got to prepare, you know, read the scouting report, be ready for each one of them, know their strengths, their weaknesses, and, you know, explode them. Feeding off of that, the only question I had for you actually was to ask you about facing DJ Burns of NC State. Like, what makes him such a, a unique player to face off against? No, that he, he's just such a smart player. Like how I mentioned earlier, he, he knows how to use his body. Thank you. He knows how to use his body. He got great footwork, like shot fades. Like, he's just such a hard person to guard. He have that like mid-range fadeaway that he hit constantly. So, like, you just got to try to keep the bottle in his hands because he's a really good player. Yeah, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna follow up more about Kyle Filipowski. You know, he he is preseason All American. He's kind of gonna be the go-to guy for Duke this year. What do you see in in his game that that is like a threat or dangerous that you're kind of looking out for? I mean, he he can hit threes. He can drive the ball. So you know, just try to take away one of those two stuff. You know, we play the pack defense. So you know, help help the helper. I mean. You know, every game is different, I think. And how you say, he's a preseason All-American, so we got to definitely watch out for him. Yeah. I know you were asked earlier, I missed it, apologies, but just tell me a little bit about matching up against Armando. What are the keys that, like, if you were going to give someone a scouting report for defending Armando? Don't make him get the ball. I think, yeah. I think, <laughs> These are set and done. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we did a great job last year doing that. That's why we went at North Carolina. You know, keep the ball off his hands. He's a great player. You know, <laughs> in the post, he, he's a beast. So I think we keep the ball off his hands, and that's why that's why we won last year. Yeah. Step one falls through. He has the ball in his hands. What do you do? Take a charge. He's going to run through me. I'm going to take a charge. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, so I, I think I did a great job last year against him. So, you know, try to focus and do an even better better job against him. Yeah. And when your team is, you know, scouting to play or preparing to play, you can see in that scout, I mean, is it, how much is it focused on Baycott? Is it just, you know, shut him down then you're good? Or, like, how does that factor in? I mean, it's not just Armando Baycott. It's, yeah. it's, it's the five players on the court at that time, you know, like who I mentioned earlier to him, like we play the pack defense, so you just help each other. Like the ball is what, like the person with the ball is what can score. So like, I mean, we help each other, and it's not just NC State; it's every every single team because the ACC is such a great conference that night in and night out, you gotta get ready and like you, you gotta bring your A game or that you're gonna lose.
Uh, can I ask you about the expectations of the program this year after after making the Final Four um, and, and how you take that next step now to, to finish the job? Yeah, I mean, we have high expectations after making the run to the Final Four. I know just keep our feet on the ground. You know, we did we did great stuff, but this is a completely new season. We got to focus on our strengths and weaknesses, and you know, do the best we can. You know, we happy we celebrate the final four and everything, but like we have two guys left, two great pieces, so we just got to learn how to play with the new guys that come, and you know, take take it one day, one game at a time, one day, one game at a time. That's what we did last year, and we were so successful. So just focus on each and every game, and you know, try to be as successful as last year. So can you talk about how? How challenging it is to, to incorporate a lot of new players. Last year you were the new one of the new guys. Now you're the, you're the veteran, and, and all these new faces are around. Yeah, yeah. It's I wouldn't say it's challenging, challenging, but I would say it's a little different because you know the f the freshmen from this year compared to last year, I think they catch way faster. Like they pick up stuff way quicker. Keyshawn is a you know guy that playing France, Switzerland, you know smart basketball so his, his IQ is really high. Mike is a guy that I want to learn that he asks a lot of questions and that's really good so he don't make the same mistakes over and over like AJ, Jakai, Ben's like we know what they're going to bring. AJ have so much more confidence this year, Jakai also, Chris. It's just I'm excited to you know play the first game and see how it goes. So, Coach L in the in the press conference mentioned you've been working on your three point shooting. We're going to see see okay. some of that this year. Yes, sir. Yes, right, we sir. saw some of it last year. We saw some of it last year. Yeah, yeah, I see the, you in warm ups make up like consistently. So. At the ending of the season, you know, I think I shoot shoot more more shots. But this summer, this preseason, we work a lot on that. So I think I'm excited to showcase it this year too. Can you, can you talk about your rebounding? Because it's almost like you have a sixth sense. To, I know Coach said a lot of it is effort, and it is, but it's also. You t it seems like you know where the ball's going before it even hits the rim. I don't know. I, I really, <laughs> I really just try to go for every rebound, like that whole he mentioned earlier. Like I just try to go to every rebound, and you know, more, more you want to rebound, I think the ball's gonna come to you. I don't know. I, I don't know if you could call it luck or what, but I'm always around where the ball's gonna be. So I just love rebounding, and I think it give it back to me like as much as how I do. How has your your life changed? Because of the run last year, and because of the notoriety that you gained, and you know your story, and I mean, it has have things changed at all for you? So, I mean, it had changed a little bit because after making history, like I, like walking in Miami is a little bit different. People notice me at places I think they don't. Like I go to grocery stores, I go to fast food places. They're like, oh, you're a nurse to here. So like, it's a little bit different, you know. So and it's it's for good. We we're making a positive impact for the Miami community. So I'm happy about it. What uh, you know, three starters returning, but as coach mentioned, the two top scorers are not back. So you, how do you take that experience that you guys have and kind of you know transform it and and you know to keep this thing rolling? Yeah, I think it's good. You know, I, I'm I'm definitely sad that you know Jordan and Isaiah is not here, but. You know, Matthew Cleveland, a great, great player that we add to the squad. I think Nigel, I mean, they were the two top scorers, but it was not like they scored 20, and me and Nigel was right there. Woga, Woga was right. I think Woga going to have a breakout season this year. Like, he going to get way more shots. You know, the shots that Isaiah used to take. 
whatever. Like I think I think we're in a good spot, and I'm excited offensively. Do you feel like you're going to need to do a little bit more offensively? Um, can get yeah. the opportunity to yeah, do Yeah, I more? think I, I'm going to get the opportunity. You know, some days it's not going to be my day. Some day, like I love. That's what I love so much about Miami basketball. That we we share the ball so much, and like it's not like crazy difference in scoring. Everybody is right there, so I think we're going to be high. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, sir. So, so can I ask you a question in Spanish yes, for our for our for our Spanish listeners? Yes, sir. So, where they are blood, they do do journey uh, a Miami, they Nicaragua, y cómo fue el orgullo de de jugar como el, el mejor balance jugador de, de Nicaragua. Eres el mejor y todo el país está 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 bien de ti. Fue fue una jornada muy larga porque viniendo a Miami. Eh, primeramente para jugar high school, eh, acostumbrándome al baloncesto de los Estados Unidos, eh, después de Miami ir a Arkansas, eh, Arkansas State, donde todo era totalmente diferente, la comunidad, la comida, las personas, y acostumbrarme a ese tipo de cultura, y después tener dos años muy buenos en Arkansas State y transferirme de nuevo a la Universidad de Miami, Creo que fue la mejor decisión que tomé en mi vida. Y, y estoy muy alegre que, gracias a Dios, llegamos a donde llegamos el año pasado, hicimos historia y estamos emocionados por esta temporada. ¿Y tiene un mensaje para la, los jóvenes en Nicaragua que pueden también jugar en los Estados Unidos? Sí, que, que si quieren jugar baloncesto, voleibol, lo que sea, que nadie les diga que no. Que si tienen un sueño y quieren lograrlo, que, que sigan adelante, que trabajen duro, háganle caso a sus padres y que el cielo se limite. Thank you. Thanks. We have Spanish listeners here in Miami, so yes, Spanish is rusty. It's okay. I, I understand it pretty good. I did not expect you were going to come with Spanish. Yet. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I did not expect. Well, so we're Miami based, so. During the Texas game. What kind of like, I guess, like what was the defining moment for you knowing that you were get going to the Final Four after the Texas game? So like, that game was a pretty tough game, you yeah. know. We were down the whole game. I think with eight minutes to go, we were down 13 points. So like, I don't know, we just, like all year we've been through adversity. I don't think like that, I know. But we just stick together. We pull closer to each other. I know something that I noticed that even we were down. I didn't. I look in everybody's faces and I didn't feel like we were gonna lose. Everybody wanted it so much. Like we never take our feet out of the gas, and I think that that was that's what, what was help us that we stick together and push through adversity. Hey, this is Vish with just a drop in to tell you kind of what I asked Norchad. Um, so in my uh, broken Spanish, I asked him, um, and frankly, my Spanish is a lot better than I displayed here. A little embarrassing, but I asked him what it was like, his journey from Nicaragua to the United States and kind of how, how it feels to be the pride of Nicaragua and being, being the best basketball player in Nicaragua. So no Chad first, he came to Miami to play high school basketball, which allowed him to become accustomed to the, to the U.S. So after high school, he went to Arkansas, Arkansas State, and um, he says that the culture, the food, the people, everything was very different there, but he became accustomed to it, got comfortable with it, and had two really great years at Arkansas State. 
After that, he transferred to Miami, which he said was the best decision he's ever uh, made in his life. And um, he has he has he's thankful for God that he's able to play in in Miami and that they were able to make history. And he's very excited about the upcoming season. All right. So the next question I asked Norchad was was just you know does he have any message for the youth in Nicaragua and kind of as as you know, aspiring to follow in his footsteps and come to the United States and, and, and make it big here. And he said, yes, yes, even if you want to play basketball, volleyball, whatever, no one can tell you you can't. If you have a dream, you know, follow it. And he said, all you have to do is work hard and, and you know, and, and the sky's the limit. Okay, so after that, I had some time with, uh, with Nigel, very brief kind of interview. Again, you'll overhear some other people asking questions as well. Um, but here is that. Where are you from? No kidding. Yeah. I think I could have guessed. One of your is not here. Um, we'll go pop I mean, like, what's the. How unique a player is that, um, that, you know, compared to who you played with before? I mean, he has so many things he can do. Yeah. No, he's, he's a great player, and I, I can I can vouch for him on, you know, his ability to play and his growth that he's made from, you know, the spring to now. And he's a hard worker, and I, I can see that in himself and how much he works. There was, only, there was no reason why he wouldn't get better. And I feel like he's going to be a key piece, in, uh, key piece for us this year. Um, his ability to shoot the ball has continued to go up. Um, he's been really playing really efficiently as of late. Um, and I feel like it's going to be really helpful for us. And everybody's seen his athletic abilities off the charts. And I feel like that really is a mismatch for a lot of people because, you know, he plays so above the rim and he attacks it. And he's always aggressive. So I really think he's going to help this team a lot. And he's going to be great for us. Do you learn something playing with a guy like, like Isaiah last year? I mean, obviously you guys score a little differently. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, do you pick things up or you just kind of figure out how to compliment a player like that? Well, I think it's a, it's a mixture of both. Um, his game was different than mine. Um, and that's where it comes from, being a student of the game, just learning, you know, different ways to score. And Isaiah was really good at attacking the basket, being, you know, shifty and things like that. And I feel like I was able to add some of those pieces from my game, having, not only having to guard him, but, you know, being on his team and learning how he was able to score the ball. And, you know, with my shooting ability, being able to add stuff like that to my game, I feel like it only improves it. And, you know, being with him for a whole year, working out with him, training with him, playing against him, I feel like it just continued to add things into my game that I'll be able to use. Thanks, Nigel. Good luck this year. No problem. Thank you. Hey, Nigel. How you doing? So, can you talk about the uh, the expectations this year after making the, the first Final Four in, in school history? Yeah, I mean, people from the outside probably expect, you know, a national championship now. They're probably wondering when it's going to happen. But for us, I feel like we're just worried about one game at a time. Um, we got a you know a tougher schedule this year, especially with our non-conference playing a lot of good, a lot of good teams early. Um, but I feel like we need to you know make sure we never underestimate any opponent. You know, we got some good tests early, but I feel like it's definitely capable of you know, all the work we put in over the summer. Um, I feel like you know we can win a lot of games this year as long as we you know stay focused on what we need to do best. Can you talk about like the parts of your game you've worked on over the summer, and and also. Um is there, a, is there a shot where you feel like this is too far from the basket for you to attempt it? Because every time it goes up, I think it's going in. So. Yeah. Honestly, you know, my coaches are putting so much confidence in my teammates, you know, and I practice, you know, a bunch of different shots where I might shoot, you know, from super far away because um, you never know when you might need it. So, you know, just having a lot of confidence in the shots that I take, I know, you know, I have the IQ and smart enough to, you know, take a good shot. But, you know, sometimes the shots that are deep, you know, be the ones when I'm in really good rhythm and, you know, they feel really good. But, um, 
I'm trying to think what was the other part of your question that oh, you sorry, asked. Oh, sorry, just stuff, the, the part of your game you worked on. The oh, yeah, yes. Um, so, you know, I've been working on, you know, becoming a better leader first off. You know, now I'm the senior. Um, got a lead. You know, we got, you know, a few new guys on the team, a few freshmen and a lot of some guys that, you know, didn't play as much last year, but going to expect a lot of this year. So trying to lead them on the right direction, what it takes, how much hard work, you know, what we have to do on the court to win, um, you know, just things like that. And then continue to, you know, improve myself, you know, being able to shoot the ball, but be more efficient and being able to get my teammates involved, being able to, you know, pass better, um, being able to manipulate the defense in a certain way to be able to get somebody open, um, just being kind of a smarter player all around. And you think you'll have more responsibility to do that now that, that Zay's not there and you'll probably have the ball a little bit more? Yeah, I think so. I mean, everybody's going to, you know, their roles are going to have to improve. Everybody's going to have to elevate their role. Um, everybody's going to continue to get better. Um, me personally, I'm going to have to do the same thing. Um, you know, with those two guys gone, Jordan and Isaiah is going to, you know, require guys to step up. And I feel like, you know, I've worked all summer. Um, I feel like I'm ready for the moment. I feel like a lot of guys on my team are also ready to step up as well. How, how exciting is it for you that even though you lost two other players, I mean, you've got three starters back. You brought in an experienced guy in Matthew. I mean, do you look around the locker room and go, this team can be, still be one of the best teams in the ACC? I do. I believe that. Um, if we don't believe that nobody else would, and I feel like we worked so hard for this. I've seen it summer, all summer and, you know, fall, how good this team really can be. And if we can put the pieces together, um, like I've seen, we do it. Um, and, you know, we stay focused and, you know, worry about one game at a time. I feel like we can be really successful. Do you beat people, beat people in different ways than you did last year because you don't have Isaiah and Jordan? Um, I feel like, I mean, it comes down to the scouting at the end of the day. You know, we have to be smarter. Um, obviously, we're not the biggest team on the court, but as long as we focus on making sure that we take care of the ball, um, you know, not turn the ball over and make sure that we block people out and get rebounds, I feel like the offense always comes for us. We're just so talented on the offensive end. As long as, long as we worry about, you know, the defensive end um, and not turn the ball over, I think we should be good. Uh, after tasting the Final Four last year, is, that, is there a sense in the team that that's kind of driving everybody? They, you know, they want to experience that same success you know, again this year. They're, uh, now that they know what it would like to be a Final Four team. Yeah, especially with a lot of guys that were turning that would, you know got to experience that Final Four and you know how different it was for all of us and that experience that we had. I feel like everybody wants to return and do even more. I mean, that, that experience was unreal, and it's like nothing I ever experienced in my life. And I know, me personally, that it drove me to want to work harder and want to make it again. And I know it does the same thing for my teammates as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, so that was the end of the breakout room stuff. That actually happened chronologically after what I'm going to clip in now, which is the three questions I asked at the formal press conference again. In the in the uh, notes for this episode, you'll have a link to the full video on YouTube of the entire press conference featuring me and the Miami Hurricanes. Hi, Coach. Vishnu Persaraman for Five Reasons Sports in Miami. Um, oh, in Miami? Yes. Great. Um, 
So can you talk about how your, the style of the team's play has evolved over your tenure here and kind of what the next evolution uh, of that is? Well, um, o over the last 40 years, it's changed so dramatically. Uh, and almost every season, it's all because of the personnel. Whatever uh, my coaching staff and I evaluate as our strengths, we, we try to emphasize those. Whatever we feel are our weaknesses, we try to limit the number of times uh, that we expose those and try to help those uh, characteristics improve. Uh, so when we first got to Miami in 2011, we had a very big team. Reggie Johnson, 6'10", 300. Julian Gamble, 6'10", 270. Kenny Kaji, 6'11", 250. And so we built the team with size and strength and, and very good guard play, but still huge guys. Then as, as uh, we move forward, um, we, we adjusted a little bit, but we still had Tanya Jakiri who had size and we had Dewan Hernandez. But uh, two years ago, when we looked at the roster, uh, our biggest guy really was uh, Sam Wardenberg, who was 6'10", but not a post player, really a perimeter player, almost like a guard. He could handle the ball, he could shoot the three, he could drive. So we decided the uh, best approach would be to go to a five-out offense and create a lot of movement and up-tempo we had some really good open court players. And so that team was able to get, get to the Elite Eight. And uh, we were um, a very hard team to kind of match up and, and guard, even for bigger teams. And then last year, uh, Sam uh, Bordenberg graduated, uh, Charlie Moore graduated, and we brought in Norshad Omir and Nigel Pack. And Nigel was a natural fit because he's about was the same size as Charlie, had a lot of the same skills, a great shooter, terrific ball handler, and great quarterback. The difference was uh, Norshad Omir, unlike Sam Wardenberg, was, even though he was 6'10", he was not a great rebounder. Uh, he was a great facilitator on offense. Norshad Omir is the best rebounder in the country. He goes after every loose ball. I don't care if it's practice with it. And, and so when you have a guy that's relentless and is as good as, as, as he is at that, the only question you have to ask yourself is, okay, how do we help him improve at some of the other parts of his game? And I think what the, our fans are going to see is he's improved his three-point shooting, his ball handling, and uh, he's still uh, the best rebounder in the country. So we've adjusted to them, and they've adjusted to the new style. Hi, Nigel. Vishnu Persraman for Five Reasons Sports in Miami. Um, can you talk about how much more comfortable you are with your second year in the program and how, how, you're, how, how you've evolved your game over the last year? Yeah, I mean, you know, coming in my first year, I'm playing with a, you know, a group of new guys and, you know, learning their games and, you know, how to adapt to this program and what, you know, what it takes to win. Um, the first year was definitely a, a learning course for me, but now being that older guy, now being that senior, having to be that leader, um, I feel like, you know, it just evolved my game so much more um, to continue to grow day in and day out. Um, my teammates always encouraging me and helping me. Um, my coaches are always pushing me to become a better person and better, uh, better myself on the court. Um, so I just continue day in to, you know, try to get better to help my teammates and put us in the best positions to win um, and, you know, be successful as a team and, you know, try to put myself, put myself last and, you know, worry about, you know, what the team needs to do and what the team needs to worry about to win. Hi, Norchad. Uh, Vishnu Persraman from Five Reasons Sports in Miami. I'll ask you a little off-the-court question. How, how cool is it that you came from Nicaragua and are playing in Miami now with a huge Nicaraguan community there? 
I mean, it's cool. I, I don't think there's a better, you know, Nicaraguan fan base in the U.S. Miami is just amazing in general, but having that Nicaraguan community, you know, supporting not just me, but the team day in and day out is just amazing.